All right, so, um, can you tell me something I really didn't need to know? Hey, Mom, tell me something I didn't need to know. So how about let's learn something we really don't need to know. Hi, Hannah. Hi, Mary. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Wonderful. Awesome. Sun is shining. Yeah, it is. We like that. It's chilly, but it's sunny, so we'll take it. There isn't a cloud in sight. Hell yeah. Especially this time of year, we'll take it. No doubt. Welcome, everyone. Tell me something I didn't need to know. Woohoo! That's what we do here. We just fill your head with stuff you didn't know you'd know. Blah, 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 blah. We do that a lot, too. <laughs> <laughs> we just fill your head full of things that you didn't need to know. Or at least you didn't know you needed to know. That's right. I'm Mary Swartz. I'm Hannah Green. Also known as the one who cannot speak. Which is usually my job. My <laughs> description, my name badge. Well, I'm borrowing it today. It's all right. Thanks, everybody, for spending some time with us. Yeah, we're so happy to have you here. We hope that you are staying warm and safe. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Mm. What are you drinking there? Oh, I am drinking a very lovely cup of sweet rhubarb tea. It's from one of our favorite tea companies, Taylor. Oh, it, I love their stuff. They do. They make just fantastic tea. Yeah. I think the only one I haven't tried is the sour cherry. Because I'm not a cherry fan. And I'm definitely not a sour cherry fan. So I haven't tried that one. I tried it cold as like iced. And uh, at first I was a little disappointed. Because it was like, oh, this is very muted. But then I left the tea bag in there. Oh. Oof. <clears throat> not anymore. It was not muted, and it it was a bit sour. Yeah, I'm really. Their stuff is so nice. It's so nice. Mm -hmm. Even the, the rhubarb, which I didn't think I'd like, is just amazing. Yeah, it's just amazing. Yeah, and I brought us a little treat. I see that. We have a plate full of pretty lemon burst cookies. They Yay. are gluten free, and uh, they're soft and yummy and delicious. Cool. So, Yummy. Yeah. Thought they'd be nice with our tea today. I think they will be wonderful with our tea. All right. You ready for a fact? I would love a fact. All right. This is just one of those really, really, absolutely bizarre, bizarre things. Okay. okay. Did you know? No. That falling coconuts kill around 150 people a year. Jesus, climbing-y. Stop standing under the coconut trees, people. Just stop. Save the coconut people race. Let's put this in perspective. Let's put this in perspective. Okay. Sharks only kill approximately five people per year. Okay. Cokes. Cokes. <laughs> I'm not drinking alcohol, and I can't even talk. Perhaps that's the problem. Apparently. You do very well when you're drinking alcohol. Alcoholic drinks. Coconuts are actually known as the silent killer of the Pacific. Because we don't hear them hit. You think about that, that coconuts kill 30 times more people every year than sharks do. That's a scary thought. I guess we should be standing in the ocean instead of... Under the coconut under trees. Under the coconut tree. Also, these are falling coconuts. These aren't coconuts that someone has thrown at another person. That, I kind of assumed that. Yes. Because that's a whole nother yeah. subject for yeah, a whole yeah, nother podcast. Yeah, yes, exactly. Death by poking. <laughs> it's contagious. Death by coconut. 
I'll stick with coconut cream. Thanks. Okay. All right. We all know about Snapple caps. Oh yeah, they have like they have little facts on this. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I was like, I was confused. I'm sure the look on my face said, "The fuck are you talking about?" Your face frequently says that to me. <laughs> Several of the facts on Snapple caps have been found to be outdated, incorrect, or exaggerated. Sadness from the Snapple people. Snapple people. Do better. You need to hire us. Oh, yeah. I have a picture I need to show you. Okay. So, <clears throat> last month I took Isabel to Grand Rapids for an appointment with an epilepsy specialist. Okay. And afterwards, we were behind a vehicle, and this was their tire cover. Aw, uh, giant ducks with, like, sunglasses. Yes. That's pretty cool. Are you it, saying you need one of those? I don't have a tire on the back of my car, or yes. Would you put a tire on the back of your car if you had one? Uh, there isn't a place to put a tire on the back Would of my car. Would you put a place to put a tire on the back of your car if you had one? No, because there isn't a place to... Can you imagine trying to open my hatch if we put a tire on the back of my car? Not my problem. If I had a vehicle that had a tire on the back of it... From back here, it looks like a giant cookie with Reese's peanut butter chips in it. <laughs> Isabel was very excited when she found that. I bet. All right. That's pretty awesome. I have a little tidbit for us. Awesome. We like tidbits. Haribo. Let's talk about Haribo. We did talk about Haribo. I did the Haribo story. We we have talked about Haribo. Yeah. Okay. So a man in Germany. He is uh, 38 years old. Okay. And he recently saw a piece of paper that was kind of blowing across the floor in a train station in Frankfurt. Oh, okay. And he reached out and grabbed it, and uh, he was surprised to find out that it was a check. And not only was it a check, it was a check made out to Haribo. And it was a check made out to Haribo for $4.7 million. Who the hell's writing checks that large? I don't know, but they need our address. I like the way you're thinking. I like where this is going. So... This 38-year-old man, he contacted Haribo, and he said, I don't know who I need to talk to or whatever, but here's the situation. So they contact him with whoever he needs, and the company tells him to destroy the check and send them a picture of proof that he has destroyed the check. That doesn't seem very bizarre. Because I'm taping that bitch back up afterwards. So he destroyed the check, he sent them the picture, and Haribo sent him a thank you gummy gift. bears right he, they sent him a thank you gift he arrived up he received a box with six small bags of gummy bears in it for a 4.7 million dollar check yep Haribo you guys are stingy I'm sorry I did the story on you and the company said, while we recognize that this was a cross-check that could not be deposited by anyone but the company this was addressed to, we were grateful that the man took the time to contact us, and we were pleased to share a sweet gesture with him as a thank oh, you. Oh, for God's sakes, you sent him $6 worth of candy. If even that. It cost the company a hell of a lot less than $6. The postage cost them more than that. It was oh my fucking God. ridiculous. They yeah. like the best. We can go to the dollar store and That's buy. what I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah. Send him a Haribo t-shirt and a hat and, you know, maybe maybe free admission to the Haribo Museum. Um, and, I don't know, $100 worth of Haribo? Yeah. Yeah. 
one of each product that you make coupons you can just turn them in at your you know at your heart's delight exactly so that he doesn't have to eat them all at once would have saved you postage you could have sent him 25 coupons that's right i mean there are a lot of ways they could have handled this and that one not good that one was not no that was not awesome you disappoint me haribo all right we're gonna go from haribo to philadelphia Ooh, philly cream cheese not quite well philly cheesesteak not quite the same no oh damn it lisa lobry she's on her way to a class at her gym okay when she is violently assaulted with a blunt instrument. Now, before you think we're on the wrong podcast, you need to know her injuries were minor. There are a lot of things that qualify as a blunt instrument. Technically, like a, a cold, dildo, a dildo, a cold stick of butter, cream cheese, cream cheese, a coconut, a Philly cheese steak sub, stale Haribo, stale Haribo. Yeah. Anyway, her injuries were minor. Her assailant was a bird, and the blunt instrument was a dead catfish. Oh, my God! The bird had dropped onto her face. <gasps> One minute, she's minding her business. The next, wham, catfish to the grill. And catfish get pretty big. They can, yes. But I, don't, I, I didn't find, like, how big it was. Can you imagine? Wow, what the hell happened to you? That's a... Quite a, a black eye you've got there. Well, well, let me tell you the story. Yes, she was treated for a cut to her face at a local hospital, and she did have to take a long 30-minute hot shower. Ugh. Lisa says she will still go fishing, but she will attempt her future catches with a traditional rod and reel. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. I am so sorry that you were assaulted by a catfish. But the catfish didn't really assault her. The bird kind of assaulted her. So she wasn't assaulted by the catfish. No, she was assaulted with a catfish. Yes. She was assaulted with a catfish. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Talk about getting slapped in the face with a fish. Woo! All right. I'm going to take us down a different path. All right. I'm ready to go down another path. Plastic. 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 An unnecessary evil, according to many. When you begin to do the research, search, however, you begin to realize that that simply isn't the case. Plastic isn't a terrible thing. It's a vital component in almost every single product that we use on a daily basis. Not just the water bottles, the takeout containers, and the grocery bags, all of which have viable alternatives if we choose. Yes, they definitely do, and you and I usually do choose. Yes. But our phones, our computers, our cars, and also the lightweight safety helmets that workers use, the life-saving syringes used every single day for medications, such as insulin for diabetics, and even the feeding tube that our beloved little angel depends on for nourishment. I like that you threw that in. How could I not? Unless you are a member of a tribe of people who remain isolated from society in the modern world, your life has been impacted both positively and negatively, by plastic. Many of us are frustrated by the negative impacts of plastic on the world around us, and many of us do what we can, easily, to help alleviate the impact. Yep. Now, one amazing woman is taking it a step further, and I believe that she is going to change the entire world, not just the world around her, if we are open to letting her. Her name is Zombie Matei. She is 29 years old, and she is a materials engineer in Kenya. Yep, Kenya. 
Kenya, Africa. Okay. Zombie has an education in applied physics and material engineering. And in 2020, she was the recipient of the UN's highest environmental honor, the Young Champion of the Earth Award. That's pretty damn awesome. Yeah, it is. It says a lot about what she's doing, whatever it is. Zombie saw that Kenya had a serious problem, and she knew that she needed to be a part of the solution. Problem? Plastic pollution. She wanted to help eliminate the problem, though. Zombie knew that the solution needed to be practical, sustainable, and affordable, or it wouldn't work. In 2017, she quit her job to work on her idea full-time. What was the job that she quit? Zombie was an engineer in Kenya's oil industry. Damn. Talk about a 180. She's making some good money. Well, you also think about the fact that where does plastic come from? Yeah. It's the oil industry. Yeah. Another important thing happened in Kenya in 2017. Kenya passed a ban on single-use plastic. Think water bottles, drinking straws, takeout containers, grocery bags, and packaging. Americans can learn a lot from other countries. They sure can. The local landfills had reached capacity 20 years prior, and they should have been closed. But with few other options, they remained open, and I'm sure you can imagine the result. It wasn't good. Zombie experimented, and after nine months, she achieved success. Her idea? Bricks. Yeah? Bricks. Bricks made from recycled plastic and sand. What an interesting and simple concept. Yeah. The bricks are lightweight, low cost, and stronger than concrete. Which means they cost less to haul them. It's easier for people to lift them and work with them. Yep. And when I say they're stronger than concrete, seven times stronger than concrete. Damn. They can hold twice the weight of conventional bricks. They're also 30% cheaper than traditional bricks. Despite that, there were a lot of rejections from companies she approached before she finally found acceptance of her idea. Zombie founded her own company in 2018. Good for her. Yenya Makers. Nobody listens. Do it yourself, girl. Yenya means a path. Her company basically translates into path makers. Nice. Which seems incredibly appropriate in so many ways. She even built the machine that produces the bricks. She's one very, very intelligent young lady. Production formally began in 2020. The company produces around 2,000 bricks a day. They come in a variety of colors, shapes, sizes, and thicknesses. The bricks cost an average of $7.70 a square meter. And a square meter equals 10.8 square feet. Okay. The bricks are ideal for walls, driveways, and other construction needs. They are made from industrial and consumer plastic waste that is unable to be repurposed or recycled, such as beauty product bottles, bags, milk bottles, and buckets, which are broken up and mixed with the sand. The mixture is then heated to a high temperature and compressed into the bricks. Zombies Company has created 112 jobs for youth and women, as well as affordable housing. They get the plastic for free from the local landfills and local packaging plants. By March of 2021, the company had turned 20 metric tons of plastic waste into recycled plastic bricks. So like about a year, right? Yes. Okay. Yes. That's a shit ton. (laughs) 
It's a metric shit ton. Okay. It's 20 metric shit tons. All right. That's a lot of shit. That is absolutely mind-blowing. And it's earth-changing. We need to embrace the zombie matays of the world. Yeah, we do. Now, a few facts about plastic as food for thought before we say goodbye today. In 2019, the U.S. alone exported more than 1 billion pounds of plastic waste to 96 other countries. Americans are assholes. Plastic currently has around a 9% recycling rate. This can be contributed directly to the fact that plastic recycling is currently costlier and more energy intense than simply making new plastic products. Many plastic items that are marked recyclable are in fact not recyclable in most facilities, so they just end up in the landfills. It isn't that they can't be recycled at all, but it's that there are only a few facilities in the entire United States that are able to recycle that particular type of plastic because all plastics are not equal. Low-income countries have little or no waste management, which leads to higher plastic pollution. And plastic pollution doesn't just affect us. It affects the oceans, the soil, and every single animal that lives on this amazing planet in negative ways. Hell yeah. On average, a single water bottle takes 450 years to break down. There are other great companies out there that are working to combat the plastic pollution crisis that our planet is facing, not just zombies. There are beautiful purses, yoga mats, clothing, dog toys, razors, furniture, children's toys, sunglasses, shoes, bedding, rugs, and dinnerware, just to name a few of those products. Some online research might lead you to your new favorite purchase. Another amazing recycled plastic product is boards made from recycled plastic. They can be used for decking and all sorts of other things. I know of at least a few zoos and gardens which have begun to utilize these. I've personally seen and walked on them and they're fantastic. If we take the time to think outside the box, I truly believe that we have a chance to conquer this crisis in time. Give it some thought. We can all make a difference. Wow. It's pretty crazy. Yeah, very much so. She looked at what she had. She looked at what she could access. She looked at what the needs were, and she found a way to put it all together. And if it works better, it's cheaper, holds more weight. I don't understand why companies are telling her no. She didn't let that stop her. Good for her. Yeah. That's pretty damn awesome. It is. It really is. There are all kinds of things that are being done to try to help, but each of us can do our part too. Yeah, I do a lot of recycling. I do composting and recycling, and yep. in my little brain, I feel like I'm helping the world, but maybe, maybe well, really not. Well, but we also use reusable shopping bags, yeah. and we, you know, we own travel cups that we use for water, and we do a yeah. lot of things on our own, along with recycling what we can. But I think that almost every single one of us could probably do more. Oh, absolutely. I'm sure we could. Yeah. That's a really thought-provoking story. When I came across her story, I just thought, the world needs to know about her. Good. Good job. I love the fact that on this podcast, you never know what you're going to hear. That is very true. You don't. Sometimes it's serious, and sometimes it's silly, and sometimes it's like, what the hell? 
And sometimes it's just interesting. Yeah. Yeah. I hope that everyone has an absolutely fantastic, amazing day and a safe week. We love you so much, guys. Stay mischievous. Bye.
be here at Tell Me Something I Didn't Need to Know. Really appreciate the time you spent with us today. Hopefully you learned something unusual today. You can find us on Facebook at Tell Me Something I Didn't Need to Know or at tmsidntk at gmail.com. We're also on Twitter at tmsidntk, which are the initials for the title. Suggestions, ideas, comments, corrections, send them our way. We take them all. If you enjoyed your short stop with us, please feel free to follow the podcast, leave us a rating and review. That lets us know how we're doing and helps others to find us. This podcast is hosted by a couple of sisters who research, write, and edit their own stories. All other editing and production is done by Mary Swartz, and the original artwork was created by Hannah Green.